Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Mega Vision Show, the companion podcast to Mega Visions Magazine. I'm Scott, the digital content manager, and joining me this week is the professor of Shenmue, Marson. I show up once a month. Hell yeah. How's it going, guys? Uh, good, good. So Chris is missing. Uh, he's in another country. Um, he's, what, what can we say? He's like on... He's on assignment or something. I don't know. He's on assignment. Some secret mission in France. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll do my best Chris impression. Uh, how's it going guys? Boy, I hate my kids. And let's talk about, uh, how many Sega Genesis clone consoles I have in my closet, uh, Air Force. That is uncanny. <laughs> yeah. Um, boy. <laughs> so, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about the magazine real quick, the status of it. So the beginning, I'm sorry, the last day of October, the charge went through to all patrons. Um, so that means the issues are getting close to going out. Um, we're finishing up a couple last few articles, and um, we also, we're just waiting for Sketch to finish the cover artwork and a couple finishing touches proofreading and it'll be on its way so i got a couple things in there marson you you wrote about batman right i did i did write about batman i think i did a pretty good job so i hope you guys don't skip that section please and then give us feedback it's got some good i'm this one you know we mentioned before and and sketchcraft mentioned before how it's going to take a couple issues to really kind of get our get our feet, uh, get our footing. And I feel like the, just the layouts on this one is definitely the best it's looked with all the little, what he calls stickers of like characters and stuff and, mm-hmm. and the artwork with different artists contributing and everything. I'm, I'm pretty excited for people to see this one. So, um, but yeah, not, not much of an update other than it's getting close. Cause you guys got charged. So, you know, that money's going to an issue soon. Um, but, uh, with that, we'll just kind of get straight into what we're playing. Uh, Marson, what have you been playing? So I've been playing, I kind of rekindled my love for two point hospital for the past couple weeks. Um, I, I didn't realize that they, they are pretty on top of it when it comes to updates and, you know, things that revolve around specific holidays. Um, even if it's minor changes, uh, they had like a Halloween, uh, update for the game so like for the month of october they had like spooky music and even like little tiny details like on existing um things you can build like you know spider webs or halloween like ghost decorations on the windows and things like that it's it was pretty oh do you actually it's a nice touch you actually customize and build your hospital in that too yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, that's the point of the whole game. Yeah. So, Two Point Hospital is like. Uh, I thought. Like I mean, I knew it was basically there was a theme hospital, and there was um, oh shoot, I'm forgetting the name of another series. Theme uh, park. Yeah. Well, World that was Coast yeah. Tycoon. Maybe yeah, maybe it was that, but I didn't know. I thought it wasn't more than I like. I thought they were already built, and you just maintained like the utilities and and the patients. I didn't know you actually build the hospitals before they go in. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there's some that are, like, pre-made that you can, you you know, look over. But, like, the the main campaign, you can you, – you build the hospital, and they have specific objectives. So, like, if this, this level, like, this particular area um, has, like, earthquakes, so there's a more uh, attention to, like, people with fractures. So, you know, you have to build more wards, for example – um, or, you know, uh, other things like you have to train more doctors and things. So, like, each level has, like, specific goals you have to meet that are unique to that level. But, you know, you still have to 
you know, build a hospital, expand it. There's like multiple plots of land you can expand your hospital to, and it oh. gets a little more difficult each level. So, okay, yeah, but but I but I enjoy it, and it has like that British humor, and like the the announcer, like the person over like the speakerphone in mm-hmm. the in in this game is it's the same voice actress from the original game from 1997 or whatever. Oh, from Theme so. Hospital. Yeah, Holy yeah. Holy Okay. I just thought it was a great th- throwback, and a lot of like the, the the way the game looks is similar to the original one, but it's you know completely updated, and there are some new features and things like that. So it, it's been that game that I've been playing, and uh, I've been playing Link's Awakening. Okay. On and off too, uh, but now I'm waiting for Shenmue to drop soon. Isn't that crazy uh, to say? Yeah, that it's actually coming out. There's no delays. It's gone gold. You see the pre-order signs on, you know, many in many, many retail stores at GameStop. I've seen it at Best Buy. They have the pre-order cards. Yeah, it's did crazy you see the Corey Marshall's video of that? When he walks up to a, a Steelbook pre-order box or something at Best Buy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to ride that wave, man. Yeah. Like, 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 I'm sure he's enjoying, like, the past year immensely because it's, you know, thrown back in the spotlight. It's, um, but it, yeah, it, it's going to yeah. be extremely interesting to see the reaction from people. Like you, you get some, you get a little sense um, from like slight previews from like you know multiple media outlets. But I want to see like what the actual people who buy the game are going to think about it because I know it'll be polarizing for sure. Oh yeah, kind of like Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it'll be polarizing, but different types of polarizing like i feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be the you know like us um i guess we'll call call ourselves like past gen fans you know Mm -hmm. uh, of how like there'll be there'll be people in our groups of like that played the first two well i I didn't even play the second one back then but you know played it back then and there's gonna be in that group people that love or hate it and then there's gonna be current gen people that like their first experience was the hd re-releases and their reactions to it so it's just gonna be and I think they'll have different reasonings for why, you know, they like it and hate it. But, like, I, I don't know. I feel like, it, you know, the previews and, like, my own preview of the demo, um, it does feel like, you know, a natural sequel to Shenmue. It feels like Shenmue, you know, like the, right. the way the, the characters move and talk, it all feels like, you know, an updated version of the game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I, I don't know if people are going to be kind of turned off that it the look is similar and that right, it's not yeah. you know a cinematic triple a experience like i don't know i don't know I, Metal I feel, Gear Solid. I, I, yeah <laughs> oh geez i think or um, yakuza even for example yakuza yeah it's gonna get compared to that left and right which was never a, a justified comparison ever but whatever right and it um, shouldn't it shouldn't be it's its own thing yeah no it's um that's like that's like comparing Sonic versus Ristar or something, just because they're two D games, you know. <laughs> like, well, yeah. but um, I keep thinking about like it, we'll talk about it in the in the news portion. But I keep thinking about like how there's not any ties to Sega, so they can't have like Gachapon of little Sonics or or Knights into Dreams stuff or whatever. But then, yeah. but when it really comes down to it, that's not what made Shenmue Shenmue. I'm sure there are going to be people like complaining that like oh there's no feel of this being a sega game anymore i'm like well yeah you know i don't other than the arcade machines but even still 
I don't know many people that sat and played the arcade machines other than to get like the little collectibles or stuff. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, that... I, I like that. I liked that wrinkle in the game. Like when the first two came out, it was, it had that aura of like, Oh, this is a set. It's part of the Sega, you know, universe. And it was yeah. in that dreamcast era because you could see all like the, you know, the, the, uh, callbacks to, you know, Sonic and, and all that kind of stuff. And that's cool. Yep. But I mean, it didn't make the game like for me, that's not wh- why I appreciated it. Like there were nice knickknacks to collect, but I didn't, I didn't want a sequel to the game because, you know, I wanted to collect more capsule toys right. that are Sonic related, you know? You're not worried about traveling through time and having a Sega Saturn in 1984 Correct. or whatever. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like when we were playing through those again, um, that I it was always like playing this game and then it was like a nice little reminder of like oh yeah I can just listen to the Space Harrier soundtrack for whatever reason I forgot yeah. about that you know and that is, so. I mean that is cool yeah and, and I think that's that's a cool thing to have but um yeah I, I don't know there there was we could honestly do like a top 10 what do we think people will be pissed off are not in Shenmue 3 you know <laughs> oh I, yeah I could do more than top 10 but yeah. I, I agree uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into a little bit more in the in the news section because I got more to say about it. But Perfect. yeah, I'm just looking for, I'm looking forward to that game being released soon. I'm debating uh, on whether or not I want to get Death Stranding. Although my birthday is this Wednesday, so I might get it as a gift anyway from okay. somebody. So <laughs> we'll see. Nice, nice, nice. Um... Yeah, okay, so I, what have I been playing? Um, we did our Extra Life screen, stream on Extra Life Day, and I played Sonic Mania for almost five hours, because I'm crazy. Um, it was uh, it was fine, though. I just started a new file and played through his Knuckles, and I decided, like, oh, I don't have too many of those little emblems left to get in the Blue Sphere stages, so I was trying to get those, and um, I got a couple em- emeralds, like actual emeralds with them. Um, people were having fun just BSing about this game and that game and, and whatever, and uh, I did get uh, into a little bit of rage, though, because it was like four and a half hours in, and I was one emblem away from having all of them and i just could not get it and i was just like i need to i need to walk away it's been almost five hours i might punch (laughs) something nearby um but those those stages are crazy but uh it, it was still fun uh sonic mania is a great game and i hadn't really touched it since its release um mm-hmm. until streaming it there so that was that was cool there's not much to say about sonic oh except i will say that you know, I set it down. I did. I did my shift for the extra life stream, and then Tornado hopped on later on and played some. Next day, I went back to Sonic Mania, got that emblem on my first try. <laughs> wow! Not, yeah, I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" So I like took pictures and, and tweeted about it just because I was. I, I had to tag the people that were watching the whole time and giving me tips, and then. Um, uh, Saturn Memories on Twitter was like, "Now go for the gold," and I was like, oh, "What do you mean gold?" And I looked, and you can get. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with the Blue Sphere stages, Marson, but if you collect all the Blue Spheres, that's one thing. But if you get all the rings, you get a perfect that gets you a continue. So I had only gotten the silver medals or emblems going through. If I went back mm-hmm. and got, like, perfects on all of them, then I'd get all the gold emblems. And I was just like, nope, not even trying to do that. <laughs> not doing that shit. No. no, on my screen, all the things are filled in. I don't care what colors they are. That's enough for me. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so yeah but that you know Sonic Mania is still good yeah exactly Um, but then uh, last week I streamed a little bit finally got around to sitting down and playing the game Hover 
Uh, it used to be called Hover Revolt of Gamers. Um, mm. It was backed on Kickstarter a couple years ago, and it's very much a Jet Set Radio-inspired game. Are you familiar with it at all? I've, I've seen it, and that's what I was going to ask if, if it was the one that was inspired by Jet Set Radio. But uh, how close is it to the actual Um. I mean, I don't hate the controls, so it's not as close to Jet Set, but, uh, (laughs) but no, it's, it's pretty good. It's very, I didn't realize how much of an open world type game it is because you, you start out and you can select whether or not you want to play in offline or online mode. Um, Mm -hmm. but you have a whole city and it's almost like, um, what was that game called? I can never remember. It launched with the Xbox one sunset overdrive it's almost as if you took the vastness of that combined it with like like a uh it would definitely jet set but i'd say also even like almost batman beyond kind of with how the cities are very tall not just Mm -hmm. wide but very tall uh buildings and structures and stuff um but it's it's very colorful and fun to just run around you have kind of like you don't really have roller blades. You have just skate shoes sort of things, like almost, I guess you could think of like soap shoes or something. But um, So you can just slide around, do tricks and boost and stuff. And there's different like tasks you can complete, kind of delivery type things or races, or you can play what's called game ball. Um, the uh, Oh, and, and another thing that it reminds me of is Beyond Good and Evil, because there are some stealth things and you are overall kind of fighting the man in it mm-hmm. um but the all the like rebels and everything they're called gamers so i can see why they they leaned away from calling it hover revolt of gamers and just stuck to just calling it hover because as much as it mentioned it's a great game and i'm not smashing it by saying this but i can never take it serious when it says like gamers unite and stuff like that in the game but uh it's still really good, and I think we're going to try it. When we found out, I was playing, and um, a couple members of Mega Visions were watching and saw how much it's Jet Set, and then we all realized that it's like kind of an open world, not an MMO, but if other people got it, we could all be just playing online together and running around and doing stuff. So we might try that uh, on some future stream and see how kind of interactive it really is, because yeah. I don't know if it's more than just like you're an NPC or if you can actually like run around and do missions together. We're going to look into it a little bit more, but I, I didn't even know it was like that because I, I backed it years ago on Kickstarter, and at the time, the only thing that I had that would run it was my Mac, and then when it did come out, I could definitely not run it anymore. And then um, Limited Run did a physical PS4 release, and I was like, oh, well, I'll just do that. And uh, it's it's I'm glad that I did. Um so it's it's cool, and I'm going to keep playing it. It's it's Jet Set kind of, and it's fun. Um, That's good. Yeah, didn't it wasn't getting as aggravated with with some things, um, but uh, it's cool. I'm digging it. Um, what else did I play? Oh, and uh, I'll, I'll mention it briefly because I didn't get too much into it. But I'm going to be reviewing the um, indie game Xeno Crisis for the site, and it is very much um, Smash TV meets the Alien movies. Uh, so it's cool. The soundtrack is, is great. Thing? The what's that? Is that a good thing? Yes. Uh, I like Smash TV. Um, they did. Uh, they did a Genesis release on cartridge, and mm-hmm. you can also get like the ROM download and stuff. Um, and they did a Dreamcast version, and they are doing. They're crazy because they are also doing. Uh, oh, I'm gonna have to look up the actual 
name of them. Uh, they're doing um, Neo Geo releases. The actual, I can't remember what the carts are called now. Let me look it up here real quick. It's like S-E-S-C-V-S. I don't remember. Um, let's see here. But like actual, because you know how crazy big the Neo Geo cartridges are and stuff? Yeah. Um, okay, what is this? AES and MVS. So we're talking like the cartridges that are the size of a bigger than a VHS tape and stuff um, like crazy collectors editions of that. So they got physical versions coming out. Um, I might grab the dreamcast version down the line, but uh, it's, it's cool. I dig it so far. The controls, I'm trying to play it with just the three button Genesis controller first, um, which is, uh, it's difficult. It's, it's retro difficulty. I don't know what to call it, but um, people say like, oh, it's, it's like Nintendo hard or whatever, you know, um, cause you have, I have to like hold a controller to figure this out. Um, you fire in any direction, but it's obviously not a twin stick because you're using the three button Genesis controller, but B is fire. And then while you're holding down B to fire, you can press C to rotate your fire to the right and A to rotate your fire to the left. Um, mm-hmm. otherwise when you're not firing your machine gun, C is grenade and A is roll. Uh, so it takes a look. I kind of was okay just from other games like that, kind of switching between the controls and stuff, uh, or the buttons to run around and scoot around, but it's hard. I definitely want to play it with another person, um, but it, it's it's not easy. I got a game over. It, you can only have easy or hard mode. I got a game over in about 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, it's brutal. The, no the coolest, middle. what's that? There's Yeah, there's, there's no, no middle. middle. It's just easy or hard. <laughs> um. So the the coolest or my favorite thing so far in it is when there's the game over screen and you can continue. When you choose to continue, uh, your dude punches a xenomorph. Or sorry, totally not a xenomorph, but just like punches. It, I saw the picture just now. It looks totally like a xenomorph. Yeah, with horns. Yeah, pretty much. But like when you continue, they just like <laughs> slug the a xenomorph in the face. It's great. Um, wow. So I'm digging it though. The artwork's really good. The the soundtrack's really good. Um, I haven't played it enough to determine whether or not, like, it's so difficult that it's not fun, but we'll see, mm-hmm. see how the, how the, how I review it, uh, once I put a little more time into it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been playing, uh, and I guess we'll hop into what we've been watching, which it looks like we've got the same thing. We're on the same wavelength, so we can actually talk about Yeah, so it. I think, you know... <laughs> We did it with the Joker. We had a spoiler portion, so we both saw Terminator Dark Fate. We'll start, but I'll, I'll do a timestamp in the description like I did. We'll just mm-hmm. get into spoiler territory because it's it's really hard to talk about a time-traveling movie without spoiling something. <laughs> so, you want to talk about Carl first or oh what my part of the movie? God. <laughs> well, it's unfortunate because the trailers that I saw, and I only saw like two, really gave away the big like reveals in the movie. Um, except for I'd argue one. So I guess let's set it up first with like dark fate. It's not directed by John Carpenter, but, or I'm sorry, uh, (laughs) James Cameron. (laughs) Dark Halloween. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, but, um, so it's, it's not directed by him, but it, the story was written by him and was it solely written or was there like 12 people in, you know, writing uh, it? Let's look that up. I feel like there's like multiple people, right? Writing up basically the, a story that is similar to, you know, with the exception of, I guess, 
Salvation. Jeez. Um, every other Terminator movie. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, but, like, the... Okay, let's see here. I'm trying to get to the proper credits of this. Uh, James Cameron. Written by James Cameron did the story. Charles Eagley also did the story. And, oh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten... Um... Credits for the story, ready? Well, there's five credits for the story, three credits for the screenplay, and then James Cameron and Gail Ann Hurd get uh, credit for the characters that it's based on. So there's at least five to eight people that wrote this thing. Um, but James Cameron was, you know, in the news for saying, we're retconning the other three, this comes right after two, Judge, uh, Judgment Day. Or no, wait. What was Terminator yeah. 2 called? Was that called Judgment, Judgment Day? Day? Okay. Yeah. Three was Rise of the Machines. Then yeah. they did Salvation. Then they did Genesis. Yeah. Um, I'm one of the weird people, I guess, that enjoyed Genesis. Uh, just I, I actually thought... haven't seen it, but like the the you know the negative uh, comments are saying that it is too convoluted in its story, and there were way too oh, many like, yeah. wrenches thrown at it. Yeah, it's the. I mean, time travel messes everything up, but Genesis even more so. I just enjoyed it as a movie. Like, it was just a fun ride. Um, yeah. But, I might uh, just see it just for shits then. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Machines, I remember seeing that in theaters and thinking just like, eh, all right, whatever. Because that is Judgment Day. Like, Judgment Day is that movie. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a basically a retelling of Judgment Day. Yeah. It was a female. I think. Uh robot <laughs> oh yeah 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 the the antagonist um salvation mm -hmm. i don't even remember <laughs> i don't I like haven't, i didn't see it oh uh, it's it. not it could be like you could just put any word in place of it from what i recall between like a motorcycle chase and christian bale in there for whatever reason that it could have been any other sci-fi movie so i don't really yeah. care but so they said like yeah Screw those other ones. This is the third movie. Um, the trailers really spoiled parts of it, like uh, Sarah Connor's back. She's a badass in it. Um, and then Arnold is in it. Uh, and his character overall doesn't make any sense. But, <laughs> like... I mean, in the context of the other releases, they had to show that Sarah Connor's back in this because people have been burned twice already. So they needed a reason to see this one. But even... Oh, yes. even even putting Linda Hamilton back in this movie still apparently didn't do, you know, well at the box office. Oh, really? Huh. Uh, either, yeah. I mean, because people haven't burned. Genesis came out, what, like, not even four years ago? Yeah. Maybe, was it 2015? Let me see here. Because um, the... Like, well, Amelia Clark was Sarah Connor. <laughs> let's see here. Oh, it doesn't show the date right next to it. God damn it. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, Terminator Genesis 2015, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it wasn't even that long ago, and then they just, you know, released yeah. this one, and they were like, you know, fuck it. So what did you think of the opening scene? Amazing. Of the movie. Like, probably the best part. <laughs> um, yeah. Just badass, and uh, it was like, wow, all this is happening, and Sarah Connor's not even here. Why is she even going to be in this movie? Because that, oh, that's I mean, I... I mean, like, I mean, like, the very, oh, very... yes, the, okay. Where, where... This oh, is it? where, spoiler zone, right now, I 
just based on how he's suddenly doing the convention run and everything, somehow Eddie Furlong was going to be in this movie. And he's in the movie, kind of, like, barely. I thought when that scene happened, I was just like, I am so confused now. Why is this movie even existing if he just he just bit the dust right there? What's <laughs> did, going on? Did you did you think they looked realistic? Like, do you, or do oh, you think um, you could tell it was CGI? I think they. Well, the thing is, like the the scene is she they're down on some tropical island or something, and yeah. and <laughs> he shows up and just fucking shoots them. Yeah, just I mean, fucking death. And then it, it's crazy that it happens like that, but at the same time, it's like, why hasn't this happened in every movie so far? Why haven't they gone back just like two seconds before had an EMP ready right next to where the Terminator is going to show up and like light it off? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. So there. I think the CG looked pretty good, cause, uh, but also what I was going to say is, like, you're never up close to Eddie, or uh, uh, what the hell is his name, John Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of, like, in the background, so it, it gets away with not having to have a wide shot of just his face. Um, but also, I thought, yeah. I thought uh, Sarah Connor looked actually pretty good. I thought I honestly thought it was, like, some kind of cutscene that they like filmed you know in 1991 i thought it was pretty good they yeah they totally could have done that like i thought i i was yeah i was wondering that too because they did look really good she looked good he looked good and what happens is it's just they're hanging out at some tiki bar and little john connor's already trying to mack on a chick and then Arnold just walks in with i don't even know what uh, around a shotgun whips out the shotgun blows him away and then Sarah Connor tries to fire and kill him and stuff. And it's just like, what the... I was, like, waiting for, like, suddenly another bomb to go off. Because it's like, if he died, then does that... I don't know. The time travel is so confusing to me. Because I thought, like, the next day, suddenly Skynet would happen or something. Right. Um, so it was, what did you think of that? Like, did you think, like... Where the fuck are they going now? Like, wh- yeah. why are we even watching like, this movie? I like, yeah, I was like, what the hell just happened? And I'm like, you built up John Connor, like, like in the second one, they they had so much like riding on, like stopping, like stopping the whole thing, right. and then in one scene, if in this one, it's like, well, that didn't matter. He, he just fucking killed them, like in the first, you know, three four minutes of the movie. Yeah, you know, like I, I'm like, okay, so where are we going with this? But. You know, the, and then it, it was basic. So, like, I mean, but the concept is still the same. You know, they, there's a person that the, uh, this Terminator has to, or whatever they were calling this version because it's not Skynet at Legion. Yeah. What did you think about that, that reveal? Like, what, I don't know. They try to tackle that by saying, by Sarah saying to um, Grace is the new, Grace is the new protector. She's a Rev 9, uh, whatever that means. And, She's like, uh, Sarah's like, we did all this to stop Skynet. And Grace is like, what's Skynet? And Sarah's like, well, we did it. And I was like, ah, man, Skynet's such a cooler name than Legion. Yeah, Legion, Legion sounds like, well, Legion sounds like the show Legion, like the, the uh, X-Men inspired, you know, uh, Fox TV, you know, show. (laughs) Yeah, but I think, I think the con, I think the concept of Grace is interesting because at least, it's more than just like a robot you know she she's she's uh what they say augmented like it's still a human being with just things and then like if she you know goes on for too long she has to take her medicine and whatnot so like the opening scene was fantastic 
mm-hmm. all that beginning and you know her going in the pharmacy and yeah. getting the and all, all that stuff was great but yeah i agree with other people is like it felt like they, they they put linda hamilton and uh the terminator uh, or Schwarzenegger, sorry. Yeah, in there because they, I felt like they needed to because like his explanation for being there was, I, I, I thought it was funny, but I don't know if I liked, I don't know if I liked it. It seemed like like mm. something like they just needed to write in for the sake of writing in. Yeah. yeah, I think she was. I feel like she was not always the character that she played in this film, Linda Hamilton. I mean, because she was a plot point essentially because she gave grace the reason to find Arnold. Um, actually, no, she didn't even have that. Cause she had the coordinates on her. So yeah, Linda Hamilton had no <laughs> like reason to be in this movie really. Um, right. other than to show like John Connor is dead and, but Skynet doesn't happen. But even though Skynet, so, right. Huh? But then like, but then she kept killing terminators for the yeah. next 30 years. I don't, but yeah. Skynet did- so basically, she's been killing them for no reason because Legion happened. But then, where did those Terminators keep showing up from? Like, why do they keep popping up? If yeah, they didn't, didn't really get into that. I, <laughs> I got cross-eyed thinking about it. But, yeah, yeah, you can't you can't question the story too much in these because otherwise, then they just fall apart. Because again, time travel. Um, what did you think of like the Terminator reveal? Like his reasoning. Oh, oh, well, see, doing things mm, and see, I was there. confused on that because in Genesis they do, they're like, oh yeah, uh, he's a Terminator and, um, just like a human, he's aging because of this factor or whatever. I'm like, well, that's dumb as hell, but that's fine. Cause Arnold's in this and I don't really care that much. Um, right. they didn't really touch on that at all. They just ignored it. He's just older now. Um, mm-hmm. and he sort of has a family and he has learned to become compassionate, but not uh any type of physical contact and i was just like oh boy and he's also uh, like it's all very convenient yeah i a carpenter or something and because i was like figuring out like what is that his kid like before like they kind of did the explanation i'm like well he's a robot so like clearly you know he's there's no like robot jizz or something he's a ken doll (laughs) what's going on here So, I, I don't know. It was, I, I, I would have been was, fine if there was, was no family. Like, I would have been fine if, like, for whatever reason, he just... Because, yeah, he would have just made himself a house and then just lived out there and maybe had a fake job. I don't know. He didn't really ever need to sleep or eat. So, other than this family being the reason that he pretends to be a human, he could have just been living in a bunker for 20 years and it wouldn't have really mattered. Like, I don't even know why they gave that story to him, you know? Right. I mean, and in the first movie, they were basically saying uh, in the first Terminator, you know, you you never trust one, you know, no matter what they say and do, blah, blah, blah. But now, like, they were like, oh, yeah, since, you know, their goal was accomplished, that he could just hang out now. (laughs) Like, yeah, he could hang out and like what? Learn compassion? I don't understand. I don't know. It doesn't. Because like in two, I, I was even more confused. So because in two... You know, he gave the final thumbs up because he was the closest thing John Connor had to a dad, and everybody cries. Yeah. And, yeah. But then another. Which is the other thing, like, in, the, in this one, like, shows up in fucking shotguns. I'm like, well, I, don't I guess know. Like, that leads to just, like, he. That is just his model. Like, the T100 is just the Arnold model, basically. So he came right. and killed John and then just left, uh, and that was it. But, like, in the other ones, he. I forget how he came back or whatever in salvation. He's in there, but he's not, it's, it's weird. Uh, and then also what's even more confusing 
is when uh, Grace, the Rev-9, says, like, what are you when they meet? Because she doesn't know Skynet. She doesn't know his make and model and whatever. He's, like, the T-101. And I'm like, wait, no, he's not. He's the T-100, but there's no T-100s because there's no Skynet? So maybe he's saying 101 because he's the first one now? Uh but then, but then, like so, like the that the the Terminator, the the Latin guy. Oh yes, we didn't even mention him. <laughs> yeah, I don't we didn't even th- mention. Does he have but, a but, model number or anything? But, but either so, but either way, he's from the Legion timeline, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. his skeleton looks like the Skynet model. Like, what <sighs> are are you are you telling me? In the future, they just all just kind of model it from like the same thing. Like, no matter what happens, they just all come to the same conclusion. Oh wait. The same, okay, like, I'm looking at the IMDb. I'm looking at IMDb, and apparently his name was Gabriel, but he is the Rev Nine. So, oh, that would make sense. Grace isn't actually a, a Terminator; she's just augmented. So he's the Rev Nine. Well, either way, like I'm still like trying to figure <laughs> out like why his skeleton looks exactly the same as like the Skynet mm-hmm. versions of their, you know, know, killing machines. Probably because <laughs> we just always model things after ourselves. I don't know. They just ignored that, but it was also like. The the weirdest thing they they I thought it was cool because I hate when movies spell things out, but also they did not give him any background like how they were created or anything like that. So I yeah. think they're trying to make this one of a trilogy, maybe I assume because they want to make money. But like the he had the ability to double copy himself or, or or like create another version, but you notice that it didn't have a brain. So I wonder if like it wouldn't really matter if you killed that one or if it's like, they never t- tapped into like it's half as strong. Cause he split in two or anything like that, you know? Right. Like it, it threw me off, but that could have been such a cool thing to go into. Cause he can just split off and have one dude driving a truck while he's doing gymnastics off of it. But then suddenly they have to connect with each other. And then at the very end, she was fighting the one that had no brain. So the whole time mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, well, that's just his double, so that's not going to matter. He's not going to be dead. I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> There's so many. Oh man. And well, what the, did you, well, okay. What was your overall feeling then of the movie once you got out of the out of the theater? Like, what what's your overall thoughts? You know, bar the you know the the inconsistencies and the loopholes, because I mean, like, it, it's a it's about a fucking robot going back in time. So you know, like, like <laughs> yeah, like if we're gonna nitpick this, like you know, like there there would be no end. Um, yeah. But what did the movie initial initial thoughts? And then um, I guess once you sat on it for a while, it's. It's weird because, like, it was it was a good movie in terms of I was never bored. There were some there there were some slow parts, but slow parts in terms of an action movie, which isn't that much. Um, mm-hmm. But I think honestly, its downfall was it started so action packed, and then things yeah. just stopped, and then yeah. and then it's like the whole thing of like, well, I don't want them to lose, but anytime the enemy is there, it's badass everywhere and i want these fight scenes to happen for like two hours you know Mm -hmm. but like and yeah the choreography was some of the best i've seen in stuff like this um granted it's probably all cg stuff but it's still really really good uh and i think i enjoyed it overall but my problem was like my brain couldn't reset to the point of forgetting genesis and forgetting rise of the machines like so i feel like i want when this comes out i i I need an excuse. I don't know why I don't earn, own the first two Terminator movies to begin with. I need an excuse to just buy those anyway. So I feel like what I need to do is watch one, two, and three, or at least watch w- two and then this to feel like it's more sort of coherent. 
And it's kind of what I did before I saw the. Oh, movie. really? Okay. Watched the first two, and yeah. then I saw this, and like I, I had the the joy of not seeing the previous two, so like right. I didn't have that kind of clouding my judgment anyway. But like, like getting away from it though, like it, the concept is still similar. Like, like e- even the same thing kind of goes with Star Wars. Like the the where you go, what you can do with the story always seems very limited in what you can you, you what you can do. It's always about you know, the robot going back in time to kill somebody to prevent the future from happening. Right. I, I'll commend I'll commend Salvation in, in the sense that it was trying something different. You know, mm-hmm. I know that's like the George Lucas prequel excuse. Right. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, like, like ex- explore, explore, you know, the concept of like, okay, what happens once we get to Skynet is actually, you know, in existence and then there are robots everywhere and now you have to deal with this. I think that'd be more interesting than, you know, constantly going back and and following the similar beats of the first two movies, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed but, it as an excuse for a Terminator movie because they're just fun to watch when they're made well. Yeah. I agree. Um I think um yeah, it <sighs> There's just a giant plot hole in here of like, so Legion happens, but how does it happen? They just ignored all of that. Yeah. And it's just like, so, and the, the character Danny, um, props to them for not making just some other white person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but like the fact that she is in it and we assume she's going to give birth to the one that stands up for everything, but no, she is the one that fights the resist or she is the resistance initiator essentially. But like, towards what like how does that all happen and why and it's got to happen soon because the future bits show her not looking too different but you know you can only do so much i guess or whatever i uh, right which also further confused me because then it's like so does this happen in like five years you know 10 years like five or six years and it just goes to shit completely like yeah and it's also, confi- it's like, it's, they just created a cycle at the end where Danny's like, I have to watch after Grace because she saves me, so I have to protect her. And it's like, do you? I don't know that you do yeah, now. Do you, do you though? <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like at, least, at least they didn't do like the whole, you know, child savior thing, you know, again, because then I'd be like, yeah. oh, here we go. Right. <laughs> but I mean, it's still, you know, protect this person because they are the leader or whatever it is. And, you know, it's that yeah. you make your own fate and your own path and that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, somewhere from the second one, I think they talked about it. But yeah. 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 Essentially deciding whatever. But also the title is kind of misleading, like dark fate. Does that mean just there's like no hope for saving anyone? You know, uh, I think they just wanted a catchy, yeah, movie title. <laughs> yeah, and they can't spell this one incorrectly to be cool, I guess. But um, mm. at least they didn't do like Dark Fate and spell Fate with a three or something in it, uh, <laughs> or F A Y T. Yeah, and then an e with a three. Yeah. Um, the, Why did they um, misspell Genesis? Why? What the fuck was that? That was the that? name of another company within it. So it was very much the same Skynet idea. Like, it was exactly the same Skynet idea, essentially. Um, mm. But they wanted to name it something cool and catchy. And um, the... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Crap. Crap, crap, crap. Crap. Um, fuck. Skynet. I, Genesis. Skynet. Company, under, company. Underneath. Something. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I feel like 
Sarah was in there for comic relief most of the time or like just filling in goofy blocks and then the mm-hmm. um uh, Arnold's character as Carl the robot like i feel mm-hmm. like the whole family around that was literally thrown in there so that he could have some one liners of like and i am hilarious and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I, that I mean i thought that was funny i yeah, thought, I thought those were good but at the same time it's like why is this family around? And I think it really was just for jokes. And it, the funniest parts, it seemed like the funniest parts were whenever someone would say just a solitary swear word, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, shit, or like, yeah. well, fuck, you know, like just stuff like that that would happen from the most serious characters. So the, yeah. the comedy was well-placed, I thought, for an action movie. I mean, but it, uh, the, the theme or the, the aura of the movie was similar to last year's Halloween movie, you know, uh, where you bring back, you know, the original actress oh, and yeah. now she's an older grizzled, you know, right. combat, you know, you know, armed to the teeth, you know, woman with, uh, you know, 60 shotguns and all that stuff. I mm-hmm. think that would have been funny to kind of, if John Connor was still alive to just kind of like analyze her, just constantly preparing for a Terminator showing up. Right. And like, just, you know. I don't know if you saw the half in the bag uh, by no, Red Letter Media. They did a really funny thing where they, they were like, "Yeah, let's just have like John Connor still be alive, but like his mother like is still like thinking that Terminators are being attacked, and like she goes to like his prom or his <laughs> high school like armed to the teeth, like oh, guns man. and shotguns, like all right, John, we gotta go kill the Terminator." That's great. <laughs> Terminator prom night. That's the next one. <laughs> Or, or uh, like John Connor, the high school Skynet years, I don't know, <laughs> or his college graduation, and she comes with a bazooka or something. Yeah, like, yeah, just, that, that'd be funny. Terminator, the new class, or something. <laughs> I yeah. like X. Oh boy! So yeah, it was good. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm not. I'm just saying don't spend too much time thinking about the story. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that's just about all we can say about that, unless you've got any. What it, so? What was your final thoughts? You dug it overall, then? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. I, it wasn't mind blowing, but like I right. thought it was. I I I think it was a solid like you know follow up to three to the first two. Mm-hmm. If that's what we want to do, is accept that you know. So, okay, uh, so you reality. watched the first two right before, or did you just watch the I second did. one? I did same okay. same day. I watched the first and the second one. Oh man, that must have been a lot. <laughs> did you feel yeah, like you need, needed to watch the other ones after that, or do you feel like that makes well, sense? Like Genesis and three, yeah, or anything and, and Salvation. Uh, no, I didn't think I needed to watch them <laughs> be, be, because because like there was no point in, in watching them because they the studio has told me that those don't count anymore so i'm like oh then there's no point watching those you know like they're not going to go back to gen they're not going to go back after this movie and say oh we like the genesis idea because then they're going to look like idiots that they're now ignoring dark fate and making a sequel to let's say genesis or salvation right yeah so like at this point i'm just like yeah maybe i'm not going to watch those but your 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 commentary on genesis kind of makes me want to watch it just for the absolute mind fuckery yeah storyline I, I would say I will say out of the other three that you haven't seen, the Genesis is at least worth worth watching because it's still a it's still a good movie. It might not be a good Terminator movie though. Yeah, but I heard like John Connor's like a bad guy or is like a Terminator. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I don't like... even know where to begin to avoid or tell you spoilers for that honestly because you just <laughs> reminded me of parts of the movie and I'm just like, oh god, yeah, I can't think about and this like, story. Mila Clark, Clark is Sarah Connor, and then they go like. 
before the first Terminator movie, and I'm yeah. like, cross-eyed. I'm like, what the fuck are you people trying to do? But yeah, you know what? I guess we we talked a lot about the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right, that was good movie talk. We're gonna get into the mail sack. Here it comes. Uh, so we got on the Twitter, uh, migraine boy at planet dob asks if you was to put in charge. Wait. Nope, yep, that's what it says. Let's let's roll with it. Yep, if you was to put in charge of Sega right now, what would decisions or changes, etc., would you do moving forward, apart from a new Shining game? (laughs) Because Sketchcraft's not here, but uh, he would have made a new Shining game. Apart from a new Shining game, and acquiring the rights to Boogeyman, of course, and that's... (laughs) He mentioned the two go-tos. The two uh, two people that are gone would... So, Something about Boogeyman Shining. Yeah, so we'll just set those aside. Yeah, there'd be a new Shining Force game. There'd be a new Boogerman. So, so if you, yeah, okay. So, what what decisions or changes would you even make new games in a certain series? What do you think you'd do? I, I mean, like, I feel like I would. Yeah, I mean, the properties that they have been, you know, focused on, I would try and reboot or create new IPs. I mean, like they've you know, licensed out certain IPs to other developers like Panzer Dragoons. Like, they they have, like, games that have been dormant, like their series, and they are releasing them. So they are doing things right. I don't know if there's anything that I would change in in their current, you know, uh, phase of the company. I don't know if I'd change anything Um, going forward. I, I would just continue to do that, like release you know, unique titles, mm-hmm. um, acquire other like small game, uh, developers and, and have them, you know, launch games under your banner, like, you know, two point hospital and all that kind of stuff is, I thought, I think is great for them. Um, they do have a big focus on PC games, maybe, you know, do more console stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, support Shenmue four. Uh, yeah. That's another thing I would say. Uh, so the third one is, uh doesn't really have a lot of influence um from the company themselves but i think they should fund the other one mm-hmm. uh going forward because like it's it's still i think gonna you know it they they lent license so they might as well just you know uh develop the fourth one at this point but i guess they're gonna see uh how well it does in sales um but yeah i'm sure that, they're watching it really hard they are. They're at least sure. paying attention to it now. I, it, I mean, it just shows because they did the HD collection. Mm-hmm. So they do. I don't. Mm, yeah, that would be cool to see them back at like the next one or or just any type of Shen, Shenmue support. Um, but you know, that's I kind mean, of the... I, I could I could tell there's still a hesitancy. I think the re- the reason they released those first two games is because the third one's coming out, so they want to jump on that you know gravy train, but. Yeah. Uh, the the hesitancy, hesitancy that I'm referring to is like they wanted to when they were thinking about remaking the first two games they 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 actually wanted to remake it from the ground up and there are screenshots of like what the first game looked like with their like you know complete remake like it was a remake in the sense of like you know um, Resident Evil two or Final Fantasy seven yeah. kind of remake so but then they pulled the plug on it because they didn't want to put so much money into developing that game and i think there were other issues with you know like the <clears throat> game engine and all that kind of stuff so right uh, yeah I, there's still a hesitancy to it but yeah if i was put in charge i would <laughs> uh have them publish the fourth one 
yeah. That's cool. I think that um, sort of along the same lines of that and what you said, um, with like Panzer Dragoon's remake coming out, I would say, you know, that in mind, just re-release. Like the first Panzer Dragoon was on PC, so the source code for that's not gone. Um, So just do like a... A quick digital, yeah, I say that because game development's so easy. Um, <laughs> a quick digital, uh, just a quick digital re-release of something. But that's kind of, yeah. but like, um, kind of like how before Fallout Four came out uh, on Xbox One and all that stuff, and PS Four, the Fallout Three was free on um, Xbox. It was like Games with Gold or or on Game Pass. I don't know if Game Pass was out then. I don't think it was, but like one way or another. Oh no, you mm-hmm. got you got it free with fallout four so like do stuff like that like re-release you know if they're gonna do another it's i don't know that i want it to happen but if they're gonna do another knights into dreams game just like toss out the hd re-release of knights for free if you pre-order it or like the journey into dreams if you pre-order it and then or or just do those just release like a saturn collection which is something i don't feel like we've ever seen properly done we had the model 2 stuff with um fighting vipers sonic the fighters daytona usa was on uh, xbox live arcade for 360 and psn on ps3 like mm-hmm. do those engage i maybe that's what they were doing is trying to gauge the interest and it just didn't really come back positive um but i think like the minis are kind of a another example of that is you know the the minis are essentially they had that Dreamcast collection for 360, uh, yeah, and that was a confusing release I think to say the least because the cover looked like crap, but it was trying to show every mom and grandma and, and granddad walking in like I don't know they like the Sonic and this is a Sonic game on this but there's three other people on here I think this is what they want like make it a Dreamcast collection just have the Dreamcast on the cover I don't know but like. Yeah. It would be cool because, you know, I think the Genesis Mini's doing pretty well. I don't have sales numbers in front of me or anything, but if they do a Saturn collection, I don't know that that would go well. So that's why I say instead, mm-hmm. instead of doing, instead of making like a factory mold of a console and doing all this stuff, just throw a collection out, uh, maybe a digital version of it, and then say like, you know, if you do this, we'll do a console or something like that, maybe be a little more transparent. Like we want to release this to see if people want a console version of all these things, or I mean a a mini console version of all these things. Like I would love if they brought back some dormant IPs. Um, They're starting to do it with the Saturn stuff now, but like if they did, um, you know, just stuff we just haven't seen for a while, virtual cop, who cares? House of the dead, like a proper goofy, um, aged re-release. Uh, I feel like some of the platinum stuff never got the light that it should have, like Mad World or um, Anarchy Reigns. Yeah. You know, um, they got plenty they can dip into. It's just you know, it's not Sonic, so they're not a thousand percent sure it'll sell a thousand copies or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I think we just want old stuff back because we're tired of these new IPs that go nowhere, like Tembo the Badass Elephant. Who cares? You know. <laughs> so. Um, What's that? Oh. Uh-oh, you're breaking up. What was that? I said we're pretty. Oh, no, you're a robot. Oh, no. Okay, now, you're, on. now you're here. Uh, nope, now you're I... not. Oh, boy. Hold on. Okay. Go wiggle the antenna for the internet outside. <laughs> God. It's bars. I don't know what the problem is. We're getting solid spurts here and there. 
Am I talking clearly now? Yes. Or is it still fucked up? You're good now. So, okay. what? Fuck. <laughs> oh, I don't hear you at all now. God damn it. I didn't say anything yet. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> um, I think we, we, we just want Dorman IPs back. They've got plenty to do things with like the closest mm-hmm. thing we got to all of those was some random re-releases and like almost sonic and all-star racing transformed with the yeah the love letters to the different worlds and racers and stuff yeah um a good question though uh next question comes in from discord from mr haru he asks, do you have any soundtracks that transcend the mood setting of the game by replaying them elsewhere i.e used to study do housework etc um, I definitely have some. I jotted some down in the outline there. What do you, what do you, you got anything, Marson? So that's any game ever? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Like, I'll, I'll start it out. Like, the, the, um, I always love the Sonic R soundtrack, and it's actually good driving music, uh, because it's just, un, it's way more catchier than it should be for a game soundtrack, and it's that weird Euro pop that if you, whether you, <laughs> Like Sonic R or you don't, it's you can you can't like deny 90s that house music. Yeah, like you can't deny that you'll sing along to. Why? Yes, I can feel the sunshine and it does brighten up my day. Um, and like, <laughs> oh god, I'm triggered. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I'll 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 sometimes also have the night soundtrack uh, in my day to day. Sonic 3D Blast on the Saturn had a really good soundtrack, so I guess I just really like uh, Richard Jacques. Um, uh, aside from how he reacted to somebody, re, uh, T-Lopes, um, the T-Lopes siblings, actually, uh, T-Lopes himself, who did some Sonic Mania stuff, and then his sister sang vocals on a recent remix of um, Can You Feel the Sunshine. Unfortunately, Richard Jacques got really pissed off about not being credited, blah, blah, blah. You can check out the drama. But it's like a kind of a Latin remix that they did of it, and it's pretty good. Um, you can find that. Sega posted about it and everything online. Uh but yeah, I like the Sonic R soundtrack. Knights is good. Um, you can find plenty of like OC remixes of Genesis games and um, different things like that. Uh, so that's kind of just driving around or just walking downtown and stuff to work. I'll, I'll have that in my mixes. What about do you do you have some Shenmue that you're always jamming to or anything? Uh, honestly, yeah, I hate to sound like a typecast boy like in this damn podcast, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I like so I like because my answer always seems. But, uh, like, when it comes to studying and doing, like, reading, things like that, where there's um, a sense of, like, zen or, like, uh, focus on music that's kind of um, constant and they're, like, real, you know, the, the, the beat or vocals or anything like that. that. So, uh, um, not like itself of the movie, the uh, open world, like, just the background music. Oh, okay. And, and from the first game, like, there's... They're just down, you know, streets that you visit, whether or like a certain, you know, certain parts, times of the day. It's this song that just plays, you know, background, and then like I have background for me, it's just really calm and like it, it puts me in the zone because it's just, you know, like simple melody that just keeps playing. So, or, or you know, it, they said housework or a book, like, so like if it's like a rainy day, it really just sets the mood for me. But yeah, quite a few times. Am I a robot again? Yes, you have been for some time. <laughs> oh boy! I mean, you're getting your thoughts out, so I was just going to let you go with it. But uh, it's going, it's going in and out. It seems. Oh, now my internet's insane. It's wait, nope. Now I'm back. What the fuck? 
Uh-oh. I seem to be Whoa. okay. You sound solid now. What part of, was a rope? You... Um, you're doing housework, and you like the certain beats of stuff, and mainly Wait. the atmospheric outdoor <laughs> music in Shenmue. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that's the of it. <laughs> I'm sure I probably said some other tiny thing just a bit. Uh, Legend of Zelda, also, I okay. like the that soundtrack. Um, where I listen to the Metal Gear, like, themes songs. So, like, I like this song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very James Bond-ish. I like Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, I think... Honestly, uh, I mean, sometimes, like, there's, like, other games, like, if there's, like, a soundtrack, mm-hmm. like, like, Orchestra did, if, like, a multiple AAA title game, stuff, too. Yes. <laughs> You're going in and out again, but... <laughs> um, okay. I'll, you said something about orchestral stuff, though? Yeah, like, like, a symphony, like, records, like, they have a AAA, you know, games that they play. It's, it's like a soundtrack that they created, but it's, like, from Kingdom Hearts, Pokemon. Yeah, okay. Final Fantasy, Metal Gear, into, like, you know, arrangements like that, too. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, the, um, another one I'll toss out there is Daytona, because it will pop up from my, whatever I have on my phone, and it's just quick little spurts that are, good energetic songs um but yeah there is a lot of uh i mean i have actually yeah i didn't even think about it uh what my ps4 theme since it came out um there was a resident evil 20th anniversary theme and the it, it's an in it's a um i don't what's it called not a interactive theme but like some sort of special type of theme where there's music as well in the background plane, but it's the save room music from the very first game, which is just like a piano or a harp or something. But I'll have that on, and I don't, I won't even realize that it's been on for like 20 minutes without me actually using the PS4 because it's just this serene background um, save room music that's pretty cool, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, I feel like that kind of goes along with the a lot of um, in in RPGs, a lot of them have good like first town music you know like the first town that you get to and it feels very welcoming yeah. and like warm so i i like i like the music legend of mana also has some good like town music kind yeah kind of like how you were speaking. i i don't know just catchy yeah like there's a lot of good like and and it and it it's gotten to the point where if you hear music somewhere else, like not even in a game or something, maybe in a movie or maybe just somewhere else, you're like, I feel like I just walked into the first inn and I need to save my game, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, so that, so I guess the answer is yes. And we could probably just go down like a top 20 for each of us, honestly, if we wanted to, um, go into more details with those, but there, there's plenty of good soundtracks out there and it's, uh, I mean, there's tons of, like, things are getting re-released on vinyls and, and, and whatever else that you can find. And, like, again, OC Remix has a plethora of stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's good. That's some good questions. in the dis- uh, We didn't have too many, but a couple of good ones. So we're going to zip it back up and put the sack away and then go into the the game news. There's not a whole lot going on because everybody's talking about Death Stranding and Blizzard. So um, we'll mention a couple things real quick, though, or or maybe real quick. We'll see how we do here. Uh, But the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 came out, and it's it's only on Switch. Um, I don't think that, no, there's not a 3DS release. Who am I kidding now? Um, 
Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, but they um, it's getting pretty good response and reviews overall. Uh, there's, like, retro portions of it where you go back to, like, 1964 in the time of Japan's Olympics, which I think was the last time the Olympics were in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. And But then there's Robotnik without a shirt on, and that's what my notes are on it. But <laughs> um, Oh, boy. Yeah, I want to grab it. I don't have a Switch, but I think um, even with the goofy story and, like, maybe only having one or two other people to maybe play it with every now and again. It looks like the mini games are fun. There's skateboarding in it, uh, and like fencing and horseback riding and like random other events that aren't really events, uh, like dream karate or something. I forget. Um, is there like a tap a repeatedly to take steroids section? Is that not in the game? Uh, I don't think that, I think they left that on the cutting room floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've seen some good videos about it or on it or just the different stuff you have in it. So and just the weird conversations that happen in the story mode as well. Like there's, there's also trivia throughout the game. And, um, some of the, one of the things, the funny, one of the funnier things I saw was like, what is silver's favorite color? And it was something like that. And it was, I got to find it. I, I sent it to somebody. It wasn't silver. No. It, yeah. Which whatever sense that makes. Um, I, I put, I posted pictures of it because, um, Brett of the Megavision staff loves silver. Oh, it was what part of the neutral world does silver love? And the answer was the blue sky. Silver is from the future where the environment is so ravaged that the sky is always dark. When silver sees a blue sky, he feels peace. <laughs> Oh my god! And I'm like this oh, is a kid's game. What the? What are you doing? <laughs> um, meanwhile, Terminator Dark Fate <laughs> in theaters now. Yeah. Um, have you? Did you? Uh, yeah, you have a Switch. You mentioned Zelda. Have you picked this up, or do you plan on getting it? Oh, there's just way too many things. Like tried some of the other games in the series, but as fan, I'm sure it's great at parties. But you know, like at party, some of the parties I've been to, they prefer Mario Kart. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't have too many opinions i i i'm i'm popular it is overall so i'm curious to see you know look like that it's profitable because i don't know yeah i I think i I think they've always done decently i think the only one that nobody cared about was probably the wii u game because people forgot the wii u existed but oh yeah um i think they do well overall uh this is the first one on the switch i'm trying to think i don't think they ported any of them or I don't even know what's on the online marketplace or anything. So, um, but yeah, hopefully it does well. Uh, let's see here. Not too much more to say about that, really. Just that it's out. It's good to talk about the fact that Sega games are releasing. Um, speaking of, <laughs> we got some juicy Shenmue action in cinematic form because there's a trailer of new stuff. Not a, I keep calling it a trailer. I guess it's a trailer. I don't know. It's gameplay footage. So yeah, trailer. Um, yeah, but it is creeping up. Like it's crazy to think that the third Shenmue is coming out soon. Yeah, in um, less than ten days now. Yeah, that's crazy. As the recording of this, what, wait, what's the date? November what? Nineteenth. Wow, that's in a week. I don't know how or when my copy's going to get here because I backed the physical PS4 version. I'm sure they've said in every Kickstarter email, and I just ignore that bottom two paragraphs, but. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so the so I also leased the game. Like, is it not a, now they've every game release of Fridays? I, I'm I was curious why. It's oh yeah, that's a good point. They have been Friday typically, or I don't know if there's really a set date anymore because now you know you get some of those dumb physical three day earlier day one releases nah. and all that crap. Yeah. Uh, just confuses me and i don't understand having three skews out there for one game that by the time they get traded in they're the same skew and whatever um yeah i have no idea so i don't know it's it's i guess it's a tuesday uh i don't know if that means they're shipping tuesday for the how did you what what version are you, do you have coming to you marson the ps4 version uh deep silver contacted us and asked about a review um, and I was hoping to get that uh, then a week in advance. They haven't out yet, but they said they, you know, they wanted to see interest and get the review. The, the, the thing I was worried about the Kickstarter um, game was that it wouldn't be shipped by release date. I always feel like those games when you pre-order that, like a week or two later. Yeah, you know. So that's why I was like, if they get a review copy, I could at least play on launch date or a little earlier. But yeah hoping to play it sooner than the 19th but uh, we'll see uh, but ps4 is what i'm wanting to play it on gotcha yeah that's how i have it coming to me um so but they did a little trailer of like some more stuff that it, it's literally called like extra features or something so um they they showed off a good bit i think this is kind of it makes sense that this is one of the last things they show because it's not one of the big focuses of the game, but for some people it might be. So, um, But you posted about this on the site, so what do we got going on in this? So, I mean, it's, it's Suzuki basically sitting down in an in, in interview-style format, and you're seeing um, some uh, other uh, events and side things you can like fishing, showed what kind of things you can actually do war cliff. Um, so in the first game, if people haven't played it, you all you basically did was fill a quota of moving boxes to B. In this one, uh, you get to move around a little more than just boxes. So there are things that show up like arcade machines, like uh, near the harbor, and you basically, uh, you know, move it to you know the correct spot, and then it shows up in that local arcade the next day. In oh yeah, you move it with the forklift, right? Yes, uh, and you know. Like, some aspects obviously you had the chopping wood uh, that they um show have showed off uh multiple times and they've also showed off some more details about I'd say that this game is even more detailed than the other two games where you explore more things than usual um which is always good i that that's one of the things that i loved a lot um when i played the first two games is the amount of detail yeah uh, also they also brought up the system in the game, so Rio uh, doesn't have to just wait, stick what, with. Hold up, stop! Uh, you're, the, you're you're being robotic. What type of system? Hold on, let's see here. Am I solid now? Um, not really. You haven't been for some time, but it's been coming in decently enough to understand what you're saying. I will do this. All right, so we are talking about next gen of shirts. Uh, <laughs> shirt. Yes, next gen. Shenmue shirts. Shirts for Shenmue. Save. Um, Shirt, shave Shenmue shirts. I'm trying to think of a new hashtag. 
Shenmue shirts. Uh, so basically, like in addition to like the the uh, foreclaft, 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 the foreclaft, <laughs> which is a new class, the foreclaft class. Uh, so the forklift is uh, not the only thing that uh, they changed up. So they also included uh, the ability for Rio to um, change his outfit, so he doesn't have to wear his brown jacket and jeans. Now he can actually. Um, wear a cornucopia of different clothing. He can even eventually um, get a uh, martial arts uh, martial arts outfit um, to make him look like Bruce Lee. So, um, some cool things. Uh, I think that um, from from you know from looking from the trailer, I, I'm I'm still excited for it. I don't know how many people are going to be you know immensely impressed by this because like the things that he's mentioned, you know, are staples of any, um, you know, game at this point, any open right. world game. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, changing, you know, things and all that kind of stuff is, is pretty standard. Yuzuzuki seems to be in this bubble though, where he yeah. makes it sound like, like it's a complete new invention in interviews, but it's like, you know, pretty standard in Yakuza and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, the thing I do appreciate him, you know, doing differently than other games is actually paying attention to the detail and the minutia uh, of the game and the environment itself, which does make it more uh, intimate. You know, it does make it seem more involved. Like, it's not like a soulless, open-world, you know, triple-A title where you have, like, this vast world. But, like, if you actually go into, like, a house or something, it's just... Uh, you know, cut and paste objects, or you can't actually go into that area. Yeah, it's know, still it's like, like so. I do appreciate that. It's still like compared to like Grand Theft Auto, they ha- just have emotionless P- NPCs in there. But in Shenmue, you still have people that are on their paths and on their day to day stuff. Right, and I appreciate the uh, the his vision too, because you 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 know based on the game, for better or for worse, that it's not decided by you know a boardroom or a oh, yeah. you know 10 different CEOs trying to figure out like what's appealing to people like this is actually his vision and like what he wants to see in the game so in that sense you know it, it, looking at it from like an artistic perspective you can at least appreciate you know that it's his vision and what what he wants to do and what he wants to see in the game so like chicken respect, fighter you got to give him props you know What's what's with these chicken things? Oh, so the chicken. So, the chicken <laughs> so things, I just they, totally sidetracked your like, your artistic take on things, but I did, yeah. <laughs> so I said, "What the fuck are these chicken things?" So, um, the other thing is that uh, they're kind of like spread throughout this town, um, and you collect them, and then you basically get like a special gift. Once you find them, and they're like in the most weirdest, random places. Yeah, like he was buying um, dumplings or something. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was. Yeah, it was like on top of like some frying pan, like with like other food or something. So like really weird places. But I mean, I do agree. I I like that quirkiness. So I yeah, and I think it'll be a nice little challenge, you know, for people to do. So it's very um, it's a it's a very video game thing to do. So it's good that it's still in there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be uh, interesting. So, yeah, that's what the chicken stuff is. Um, there's also, I don't know if it is 
explained in the in the what I'm going to call a trailer. Um, actually, yeah, I think it, it was the uh, there's like a Virtua Fighter inspired um, game called Chobu Chan. Yeah, and, and that's and that somehow incorporates the little chicken dudes you find, or or maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's just what you're finding, and they're based off these game characters. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, but I mean, like, so he's trying to go get around, like, you know, doing, vir- like, actually putting in Virtua Fighter and just saying, you know, Virtua Fighter like game. Because if you if you see the uh, the logo for that game, right. it looks like Virtua Fighter, but it's you know called something else. So, um, but yeah, like like all the all these other things, like people are you know accustomed to, um, like the other mini games are all nice little. Uh, little distractions. I think the the biggest thing for me though, is just kind of seeing where the story goes. Cause that's what I'm most interested in. And like from P- the trailers that they've released as well, where he actually, you know, beats up with Landy, which I'm like, well, this is clearly not going to be the finale. Right. Um, there's going to be like some kind Man. of swerve or, or something. I just hope he's in it more than he was in Shenmue too. Jesus. <laughs> he's just staring at you from a helicopter. And then yeah. Flies away. He's in there for like 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I guess we'll see. Yeah, and like I, 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 I kept thinking to myself because I kept um, trying to like self-analyze. Like, am I still going to be like excited for this game? Like, will I, will I be, you know, uh, getting a different perspective, or am I going to feel differently when I actually play the game? Because you know, you always worry about that, right? You know, like it's a new game, you know, there's so much hype and you also hyped yourself up and then it might not live up to expectations, but, you know, playing the demo kind of, you know, set me at ease. And like, it, it, I, it had that feeling of like, you know, nostalgia and, and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, it felt good. Like it felt good playing the game and, it, and I'm just excited to, you know, get my hands on the full thing. So good. Yeah, that's that's good. That's reassuring because I mean, you're you're not an overly critical person, but I would be more concerned if you were the least bit worried about this. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, and it's got fishing. <laughs> For yeah, some reason, that's yeah, a staple in JRPGs now. But I'm I'm down with fishing. I hope I can somehow plug in my Dreamcast fishing rod controller, <laughs> or just have it next to me. <laughs> um, and um. Yeah, to kind of touch on what you said with, like, you can tell it's not made by a boardroom of, of executives or stock or, like, shareholders or something. Um, that's kind of... It's funny that this game is existing like this, whereas Death Stranding is... It has that same artistic freedom, at least we assume, but look what it's turning into compared to, like, Shenmue... Well, Shenmue has a background, though, too. It has a foundation, so I guess I can't really super-duper compare mm-hmm. that to one or the other. But um, how, like, okay, you know, all this going on, um, we did the sideshow, we talked about Shenmue 2, we played through Shenmue 2. How, like, mm-hmm. is it, how much is it blowing your mind that a game that 17 years ago or something that you're finally getting a sequel to that? Like, are you trying your hardest more than ever to just keep yourself grounded with this? Yeah, grounded. And, but I, I've been also, uh, you know, actively been, um, distracted, I guess, with other things. Right. Cause you're an so, adult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause clearly there are other things that I have to take care of. Right. Um, and 
and uh, yeah, again, like, I don't think I should be overhyping myself, but I know like once I actually sit down and like get a chance to play it, like I'm going to have that wave of like excitement and, and whatnot. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to actually play through it and then get my actual thoughts once I beat the game. Cause you know, shit can change. Who knows? <laughs> right. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it might like um, cut off halfway through when you're just fighting someone, and and then suddenly it's like, oh, dream status, and like you're seeing that's oh my god, it was all a dream. Suddenly that happens. <laughs> it's like did Hideo Kojima write this? God oh damn it. man, yeah. But I, I, but like the thing is, like it, it from what it seems like is that it's a fairly solid and straightforward story. Um, I do think there might be some slight, like, fantastical elements to it. I mean, the you know, end like, of two was crazy stuff with, like, absolutely. magical forces and everything, <laughs> so who knows? Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, but, like, if you have a thing about mirrors and, like, a beast getting rising, I feel like <laughs> by, like, move 4 or something, like, you're going to have, like, a section that looks like you know, the creature from Final Fantasy X, that giant whale thing called Jack. Like, I'm expecting that to to eventually pop up in Shenmue, and he's going to have, like, a magic sword or something. But yeah, maybe not. Maybe he also changed the story, like, because he's had 15 years. He probably maybe redid some things. But um, based on, like, some of the characters that appear in, like, the trailers and whatnot, he still has, um, with the like, the, the woman uh, in the red dress... Kind of looks like uh, Anna from Tekken. <laughs> oh yeah, um, uh, like she's been slightly redesigned. Like she had black hair and a hat uh, in like the early renditions from two thousand one. Okay, and this one she has red hair and all that. So like he's changed some things um, huh. in, in terms of actual background and like where these characters go. I'm not sure because like we don't have his folders and, and and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see. Where he, where he takes the characters, yeah. or where characters we see back as well, um, and I think I'll actually play through it in the English version because that's what I'm accustomed to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. people will say the Japanese is better, but eh, the it. Japanese isn't as awkward, and, and that's what's appealing to it for me. I love the awkwardness. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's crazy. I, it's weird. I mean, just to show how far I've come, I'm excited for the fishing part of this game. I would a 15 year old Scotty would not have said that when when like two or had just come out or one had just come out. I wouldn't have given a shit about fishing, but it's such a weird. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. This is definitely adult Scotty thinking like, oh man, I can't wait to fish in a video game. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I'm excited that like it's so soon, and that just that blows my mind. It really does that it's finally happening and everything. What a crazy place that we are with video games now. Um, that Shenmue three is actually coming out and we'll have to do, it'll definitely be the focus of a sideshow, but not, uh, maybe not eight episodes like number two was. Um, but we'll have, we'll have a couple episodes dedicated, I think to it. Cause we'll, we all, I think we all need to, we're all going to sit. I mean, multiple members of staff are going to play this thing as soon as we can, whether it's over Christmas break or what, um, right. but I, I'm, I'm excited to play it and then also talk about it and just, and I'm excited that I have this community to talk about it with now. Like that, I feel yeah. like that, you know, that didn't really exist back when Shenmue 2 was out even. So it's just exciting to have that. 
Um, but boy, you know what else is exciting? He said oh, with yeah. the biggest sigh in the world. And man, it's a shame that Sketch and Chris aren't here, but there's been some new Sonic movie leak of the new design. We think that the Sonic movie redesigned whatever has popped up again. Um, What's that? It looks legitimate. It looks legit. Uh, His, I guess if we're describing this for anyone that hasn't seen it, um, his eye is more cycloptic looking than it was. Uh, He's just got that side smirk. He doesn't have... Well, his mouth's not open, so we don't know if he has the human teeth still or not. Um, or if it looks uh, like the... Meow? Yeah. Pwah, boy, howdy. Um, <laughs> so it, it's a poster, and it has Jim Carrey as Robotnik kind of hiding behind, creeping over while Sonic is running through the O in his name that is a ring, a power ring. Um, and what is... Oh, what is the catchphrase? It says, if you were me, you'd be in your seat by now. Oh, my God. Uh, and then it says February 14th. Oh, it, it does say snap a pic and share with the hashtag catch Sonic. I just noticed that. Do you see that on that picture there? Yeah, I see it. What the fuck? Um, man. It's got to be real. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. The internet doesn't lie. So I assume... You know what? I'm going to... Let me hop on Twitter real quick and search for the hashtag catch sonic i just want to see if that has anything uh let's see here the first thing that comes up is i should be hyping after half an hour since i woke up but look at that so that's from november 5th um man oh it's a someone said quote thanks bro for filming my scenes from a movie while i did the olympic games my schedule is pretty filled that says no problem bro always here to help out (laughs) and that's the old one talking to the new one i guess whatever (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I mean, his his look looks like Sonic, thankfully. So, boy, I don't know if I'd be able to sleep if they didn't change this. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Does it look more like Sonic I mean, now? It looks good. I mean, I mean, but like, still, like, regardless, even if they change the design, like, you still have to watch the movie. So, like, they didn't yeah. change the the dialogue or anything like that. It's still the same movie we've seen in the trailer. They just changed the look of them. So. Yeah, the, I the, guess we'll see. I mean, I think it could be solid. Like it, it's probably going to be like I don't even know, like what the equivalent of that funny is to minions funny. <laughs> oh boy, no, that's painful. Um, um <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, yeah, who knows? It's yeah. This isn't going to save the movie, but I guess it's going to get more people in the theaters. I don't know. Yeah. Is it going to help the brand though? Do you think it'll actually? benefit the overall brand of of sonic or do you think it's going to be like uh dolph lundgren he-man helping the brand of- <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't know that it'll even affect the brand you know like <laughs> it's already kind of <laughs> rocky as it is I yeah guess. i think like i think it's affected the brand as strongly as it could with the overreaction to the first design um, and I feel like, I think it was on the last Thursday night throwdown, we were talking about like how Sonic is not as much of the butt of jokes anymore and how like his fan base used to be one of the worst out there. And no offense to our, our patrons or people that are part of the Megavision family or anything, but I always used to make the joke, like people would say stuff or like complain about a fan base. And I would just say, listen, 
I've got a tattoo of Sonic. I've got a tattoo representing one of the worst fan bases on the internet. But you can't even say that now about the Sonic fan community. Like, there are far more toxic and insane fan bases out there. So, that in mind, I feel like Mania did wonders for Sonic as a whole. Because that was an actually good Sonic game that wasn't didn't have super gimmicky stuff or a thousand characters or whatever. And it was just good. It was just a solid experience. So to the point that like people kind of whined and forgot about forces because Sonic Mania is still good and Sonic Mania still exists. So I don't think that anything could really destroy Sonic because Mania exists, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know that this movie will be as detrimental. I, it, but it's also the fact of like, oh, it's another video game movie. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. Like, I don't I think... Mean, they don't have great track records. Yeah. Um, you know, even like the recent ones that came out weren't fantastic. Um, yeah. Assassin's Creed wasn't... Yeah, what was even uh, Assassin's Creed, like Prince of Persia? Like, it doesn't even... It's not... It's not, if this was a game, like if this was a game and this is how Sonic suddenly looked, then yeah, it would have way more of an impact, but it's a movie. So it's like an hour and a half that you can just ignore. So it's not as traumatizing, I feel. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Yeah. But I'll it, still see it. It's, oh yeah, um, I'm going to see it. I'll be there day yeah, one. Yeah. I don't care. It's, it's, that's my Valentine's Day gift to myself. And I, my <laughs> very patient girlfriend will probably go with me because there's no way that I won't be talking about it. So it would just be, it, it would, it would be who have heard and not see it with me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we'll end on that note. Uh, that's some, we've had relatively positive news. There's your weekly stupid Sonic movie update. I don't know. We got good stuff going on <laughs> in Shenmue. There's actually a Mario and Sonic game out. Um, I think now we can, kind of wrap things up and uh, just talk about what's going on on the site. Uh, we discuss what's going on in the magazine. Um, I will say hop on Megavisions. Uh, the, what is our actual webpage? Megavisionsmag.com. Um, yep. Too many things to remember. But um, we've got a couple cool new things on there. Uh, LBD Night Train recently reviewed the Super Monkey Ball HD re-release. Uh, Chris of the Scrubverse fame, he reviewed the Retro Fighters Brawler Pad. Uh, and then we have a new feature on there called the Playlist with a deep dive about water-based horror games by Virtua Drew. That's a pretty cool little feature. I dug it. Um, and even though Halloween's over, you can still read about spooky stuff. Uh, he talks about Blue Stinger and Deep Fear and Carrier in there. It's a good little read. Um... And, uh, oh, and one more thing. Just remember, you can still support us on Extra Life. If you go to our Twitch page and click the Extra Life banner, that'll take us to our group site where you can donate still. Um, we did raise so far this year $1,270, and that has put Extra Life as a whole over $9 million, which is absolutely amazing because that's helping kids in need, uh, at uh, directly with our thing at Pittsburgh's Children's Hospital, but overall just around the nation, which is really, really cool. So thank you so much to everyone that watched the Dreamcast Marathon or watched on Saturday or has donated anything anywhere to, to helping out. Um, 
and I'll go through stuff that's coming up on Twitch real quick. Uh, we've got stuff all week, pretty much. Um, by the time this comes out, uh, TJ will have streamed on Monday. I'm either streaming on Tuesday or Wednesday with more Hover stuff. I'm going to be playing more Hover here and there. Um, Thursday Night Throwdowns is probably taking a break this week because Corey's out, unless uh, we have something else going in place of that. But always keep an eye, at least on Thursdays. Just watch our socials for when we're streaming. Uh, the Sideshow is actually going to be coming to the public soon, uh, but patrons and Twitch subscribers will still get it two days earlier. So if you're part of one of those two groups, you'll get it on Wednesdays, whereas the public will not get it till Fridays. Uh, so we decided that's the best way to get more people hearing about us screaming about House of the Dead, the movie. Uh, woof. That one is on our YouTube channel now. Um, it you can it, it's just a still shot of the movie cover, but you can listen to the sideshow episode of the House of the Dead. We had a lot to say about it, and it was fun and it's horrible of a movie. Um, but more of those will be coming out. So that's uh. Do you have anything going on that you'd like to plug or announce, Marson? Uh. No, other than my birthday's coming up, so everyone tell me happy birthday, but that's Woo. about it. Yeah, go tell Marson <laughs> happy birthday on the Twitters. Um, yes. And uh, are you doing anything crazy for it? What's that? Are you doing anything for your birthday? Uh, just visiting my parents. Oh. They did us to show up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might be something on the weekend, maybe go to like some, you know gaming arcade bar thing or oh, nice. whatnot yeah as an adult as an adult a wednesday birthday doesn't mean that much <laughs> like in terms no, of like uh doing something on that day you know exactly yes yeah so well that's cool yeah go wish marson a happy birthday um but i think that's gonna just about do it everybody just remember to hop on our patreon and back that stuff so you can get your issue uh and i think that's gonna just about do it so we are up over and gone see you guys <laughs> Bye. Bye.